Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. The 449th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Our guest tonight is the famous singing star Jane Froman. But before we present Jane Froman in person, here is real one. For a miracle value, 89 cents, you get three great shaving aids. One, a genuine new model Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, whose retail value alone is $1. Two, an injector with 10 blades. And three, a large size tube of Colgate Shave Cream, either Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather. It's the biggest bargain in shaving history. Right. Only 89 cents buys you the world's only razor that changes blades automatically. A brand new latest model Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. Its retail value alone is $1. In addition, you get a genuine new injector with 10 super keen, super smooth, double thick, ever sharp chick blades. Retail value, 49 cents. And to top it all, you get a big, large size tube of smooth Colgate shave cream. Your choice of Colgate brushless or Colgate rapid shave cream. You've never known a better team for smooth, clean, comfortable shaves. And it's yours for only 89 cents. Colgate makes this great offer to introduce millions more of you men to the slick, sweet, trouble-free shaves you get with either Colgate Brushless or Colgate Rapid Shave Cream. Because both are light and finer textured, Colgate Shave Creams completely surround, soften, and support each bristle better than heavy creams. Your razor doesn't skid or slip. Instead, it cuts through clean and smooth. In fact, your new Eversharp Schick Injector Razor makes it the fastest, safest, easiest, and smoothest shave you've ever known. But remember, remember this. Limited supplies of this Wonder Shave combination will not last much longer. So get yours tonight or tomorrow for sure. It's a money-saving opportunity that may never come again. Imagine Colgate Shave Cream and Eversharp Schick Razor with injector and 10 blades, all for only 89 cents. Real 2, Portrait of Jane Froman. Someday he'll come along, the man I love. And he'll be big and strong, the man I love. As you just heard, our guest is lovely Jane Froman. Jane Froman, who was the greatest star in the last world war. She went everywhere. Wherever there was war, there was Jane Froman, singing for our wounded soldiers. But why should I tell you what the soldiers think of Jane Froman? Why not let a wounded soldier speak for himself? And in order that one of our wounded soldiers may speak, we take you now to the Walter Reed Hospital in Washington, D.C. This is Captain George Poster speaking from Walter Reed Hospital in Washington. We soldiers know Jane Froman well. And because we do, we'd like to present her with a sterling silver plaque, a plaque that reads, To Jane Froman, a gallant girl who, while on crutches herself, carried on that we, the wounded, would not be forgotten. And because she did not forget us, we will never forget her. And it is signed, the Wounded War Veterans at Walter Reed Hospital in Washington. This is Captain George Poston returning you to Bill Stern in New York. Thank you, George Poshner. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know who George Poshner is? He's a former All-American football player. But I said he was also a wounded war veteran. And he is. You see, George Poshner, that veteran you just heard speak, has a bullet in his brain, the fingers missing off one of his hands, the other arms paralyzed, and both his legs are gone. Why should he, a war veteran, present Jane Froman with a plaque? Why? 
Listen to the story of Jane Froman's life and you'll know why. Jane Froman was born in St. Louis. She never thought she'd be a singer, and she might not have been, if one day her cousin, an older man, hadn't taken her aside and said to her, Say, Jane, I've written a song. Would you like to see it? Jane Froman looked at that song, and it fascinated her. It was the first piece of music that she'd ever seen. However, that song that her cousin had written never became successful. But he did, for his name was William Wooden, and in one day he spent $800 million, for he later became the Secretary of the Treasury. But Jane Froman doesn't remember her cousin as one of America's most important men. No, no, but she does remember him as the man who introduced her to music. She never forgot that song that he'd written. It changed her whole life. But it made such an impression on her that she wanted to study music, and she did. She attended the Conservatory of Music in Cincinnati, Ohio. And in Cincinnati one day, she received a telephone call. Quickly, Jane Froman answered the phone. Yes, this is Jane Froman. Miss Froman, I've heard a lot about your singing. How would you like to come to Chicago and sing with my orchestra? My name is Paul Whiteman. And it was the famous Paul Whiteman. Naturally, Jane Froman accepted his offer, and she was on her way. Soon, she was skyrocketing up to the top. After Paul Whiteman came her own coast-to-coast radio show on NBC. Then she starred on Broadway in the Ziegfeld Follies. Next, she became a movie star. And then, then came the war. Our troops were overseas, and they needed entertainment. So, Jane Froman volunteered to go. On February the 22nd of 1943, Jane Froman was flying across the Atlantic Ocean. The huge plane was getting ready to land at the Lisbon, Portugal. Suddenly, suddenly something went wrong. Desperately, the pilot tried to keep that plane from crashing, but there was nothing he could do. And into the Bay of Portugal, that huge plane crashed! The sting of that crash threw Jane Froman out of the plane. Dead bodies were floating all around her. Jane Froman tried to swim, but she found that one of her arms was broken. Next, she was horrified to find that both of her legs were broken. Desperately, she called out for help. Then, then she heard a voice. Stay where you are. Keep afloat. I'm coming to help you. Now, let me get my arms under you. I got you. Now, relax. I'll hold you up. Who, who are you? Who are you? Your co-pilot, John Byrne. John Byrne, the co-pilot, had saved Jane Froman's life. And she was so grateful to him for saving her life that they fell in love. Today, John Byrne, who did save Jane Froman's life, is her husband. Here she is in person, the famous, fabulous Jane Froman. Hiya, Janie. I'm fine, Bill. Oh, Janie, is it true that John Byrne, who did save your life, is now your husband? That's right. But what the people might not know, Jane, you correct me if I'm wrong, is that when he did save your life by swimming to your rescue, he did it despite the fact that his back was broken. Yes, Bill, that's true? true. Yes. Jane, it's strange that you should owe your life to your husband's swimming ability. It's strange that a great swimmer should save your life. But the strangest sports story that you ever knew about, Jane, was a story about another great swimmer. Is that true? Yes, that's right. May I tell that story tonight? All right, Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, this story begins one day several years ago when Jane Froman walked into a music publisher's office. 
The music publisher's name was Fred Fisher, and he'd asked Jane Froman to come in and see him about some new songs. It was Mr. Fisher who spoke first. Hello, Jane. I've got some new songs for you to sing. Here they are. Take them home and see if you like them. I will, Fred. Okay, Jane. Thanks for coming in. I was about to leave his office when I noticed a trophy on his desk. I had never seen that trophy there before. That's why I stopped and said, Say, Fred, I never noticed this trophy on your desk. Where'd you get it? Well, I once won it in a swimming race, Jane. If you've got a minute, I'll tell you all about it. It's quite a story. Go ahead, Fred. I'd like to hear it. All right, Jane. I won that trophy when I was a boy. You see, when I was a boy, I loved to swim. And one day, I decided to try and set a long-distance swimming mark. Jane Froman sat there spellbound as Fred Fisher told her the story of how he'd won the trophy. He had set an American long-distance swimming record, a record that had stood for many years, for Fred Fisher had been the first man to ever swim from the Battery through New York's lower bay out to Coney Island. Because of that, he'd been given a trophy. But Fred Fisher's not remembered because he once did set a swimming record in New York's lower bay. Oh, no. But he is remembered because he once wrote a song, a song called... Take of my heart, I love you, don't let us Ah, but even after Fred Fisher did write Peck of My Heart, he went on setting more swimming records in New York's lower bay. That is, that is, he did until one day, as usual, when he was swimming in New York's bay, Fred Fisher was suddenly seized with an attack of cramps and he might have drowned. That is, he might have drowned if it hadn't been for a youngster who was fishing nearby in a rowboat. And that youngster saved Fred Fisher's life. And Fred Fisher was very grateful to the youngster. And to show his gratitude, he took that youngster with him into the music business. And thanks to that, that youngster began to write beautiful music. For his name was Vincent Human. And it was he who wrote you upon my knee Just tea two and two for tea Ah, but Vincent Humans was only beginning The next year under Fred Fisher's guidance He wrote another melody A song called Sometimes I'm Happy Sometimes I'm Happy Sometimes I'm by now, by now, the whole world knew and loved Vincent Hughes' music, for he was writing one song hit after another. The next one he wrote was called Without a Song. Without a song, would never These were great years for Vincent Hughes. Songs poured from his talented pen. His next great hit was the hauntingly beautiful Orchids in the moon. There is peace in the twilight when the day is through. And then, then was to come one of the most famous numbers that Vincent Humans was ever destined to write. A melody that will live forever. A melody called Time on My Hands. Time on my hands. You in my arms. And that's the story. The story of one of America's greatest composers, Vincent Humans. Ah, but there's a strange, strange ending to that story. For Vincent Humans, who had gotten his start, thanks to the fact that he once saved Fred Fisher's life in the Ark's lower bay, ordered that when he died, his ashes be dropped over that very spot. And they were, for after Vincent Humans did die, his ashes were scattered from an airplane over the very waters where he'd once saved Fred Fisher's life. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. The strangest part of this story is the fact that the pilot who flew that plane that scattered Vincent Human's ashes was the very same pilot who had saved Jane Froman's life. <laughs>
and is now her husband. Rail 3. I'll be back in just a moment with a word about next week's guest, but first here is Arthur Gary. Don't miss this sensational money-saving offer on Colgate Shave Cream and the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. Only 89 cents buys you one, a genuine new model Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, the world's only razor with the automatic blade changer with a retail value alone of $1. Two, an injector with 10 super keen Eversharp Schick blades, retail value 49 cents. And three, a large size tube of light, finer textured Colgate shave cream, either lather or brushless. For fast, clean, smooth shaves, you can't beat this team anywhere, and it's only 89 cents. Get yours now before the limited supplies are sold out. The special combination of Colgate Shave Cream, the Eversharp Chick Razor, and Injector with 10 blades, only 89 cents. At any shaving supply counter. And now, back to Bill Stern. That's the 3-0 mark for tonight. Next Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back same time, same stations, when our guest will be the famous orchestra leader, Fred Waring. So be sure and be with us next week when we have as our guest the one and only Fred Waring. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shape Command is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shape Command had lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside dope we really know. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Ladies and gentlemen, may I stop being an entertainer for a moment and say something that's close to my heart? What we Americans do sets an example for the rest of this world. Petty differences in race, color, or religion only weaken America's strength in the eyes of other nations. So please, practice the principles of freedom that have made us the United States of America. Good night. Bill Stern's latest article on sports entitled Football Preview of 1948 appears in the current issue of Sport Magazine. Jane Froman appeared on this program courtesy of the radio sponsors, the Coca-Cola Company. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York City and Washington, D.C. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.